We're two book-loving, Diet Coke drinking chatterboxes. We ramble on about books, movies, life in a library, and anything else that comes to mind. We're Librarians Unhushed, a podcast from the Bella Vista Public Library. Welcome to Librarians Unhushed. I'm Amanda. I'm Bailey. So today we're talking about something that might be a little uh, controversial. This is probably our, yeah, this was easily our most controversial episode to date. So most controversial for book lovers, librarians, or just, you know, like I said, book lovers. But we're going to talk about... Dun-dun-dun-dun, drum roll. (laughs) (laughs) Movies that were better than the books. (gasps) There's no such thing. The book is always better. Not so true. Not so true. All the t-shirts at Hastings said so. Ooh, there's a name from the past. Ooh. Aw. Rest in peace. (laughs) I miss Hastings. Oh, I miss Hastings. Yeah. So movies that were better than their... The book they were based off of. Why don't you start us off, Bailey? I will start us off because I have opinions. And most of the ones Bailey or Bailey's going to talk about, I have not read, shockingly. Well, and it's, it's really funny. <laughs> We're coming up with, like, okay, think about the topic. This is our topic. What do we want to talk about? And all the ones I came up with, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. And Amanda said, oh, I've never read that. I don't know. And then Amanda came up with her list. And I was like, oh, tell me, tell me. And I was like, okay, I've not read any of those. Yeah. So the back and forth commentary will be a little um, lackluster, maybe, but we'll... It'll be a lot of, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> Googlessly, Googlessly, furiously Googling. <laughs> Words are things that I know. That's the new term we're going to use. Googlessly. <laughs> she searched the internet Googlessly. Yes, I love Googlessly. it. Googlessly. All right, so the first one, and this is, like, my big one, because... I love this movie with a passion, and I did see the movie before I read the book, and I do think that can inform your opinion sometimes. Okay. Um, but I'm talking, most of mine are children's related, so this is going to be fine. really fun. But it's Coraline by okay. Neil Gaiman, who I know you love. I adore. do love him. I have not read Coraline, though. Well, I loved the movie. It's, it's one of my all-time favorite movies, and... I mean, it's beautiful, it's got a fun story, it's funny, it's terrifying, it's all the things that I love. Um, And so I was like, oh, I'll read the book. You know? Yeah, great. It's going to take like five minutes. It's really short. Mm -hmm. I did not like the book at all. The book is really, it's like very childish and the pacing is weird. And I think one of the things in the movie that really builds suspense is that like, you know, she keeps coming back to the other mother's world and everything she and she makes the choice to do it she keeps coming back she's getting lured in in the book it's like the first time that she ends up over there no you're trapped you can never leave so there's no suspense of like you never think oh this is a great magical world Mm -hmm. i want to live there too and then you go ah surprise gotcha it's just like oh hey i ended up in this world world that's kind of neat oh wait now i'm trapped you mean this lady with button surprise isn't my mom? What? <laughs> like, the pacing is really weird, and it doesn't flow well, and just compared to the movie, this is this is such a controversial podcast. We're going to oh get... Oh my gosh, yeah. Our first hate mail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm you ready. You are wrong. The book is better. I'm right, ready for mine. Okay. What you got? My first one. The only one on my list that I read the book first. Okay. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to talk about Girl on the Train. Never read it. I loved the book, but I could, could not get through it because of the the girl whose uh, point of view it's from, the oh. main character. I could not. She's a she gets drunk all the time and mm-hmm. forgets what she's doing. Like she forget what she's done. Ultimate and, unreliable narrator. And you're just like 
stop. Stop doing this. I'm trying to read a book from your perspective. You are yes. not helping me. Yes, and she just I I just could not deal with her. I did not I did not like her as a narrator. So, so then in the movie you don't have that problem. There is that's no, right. there's no narrator, it's all third person. That's right. So the movie I didn't feel that way. Plus, it's Emily Blunt. It's, yeah, love I mean, her. You can't go wrong. God, I love her. So that was my that's my main beef is that the main character in the book I just could not, and I almost didn't even finish it. Well, I think that's it's something that's a big problem. Just like when finding books that you like or you don't like, the narrator makes all the difference in the world. Oh yeah. And you know, even if you have like an unreliable narrator. And you're just getting it from their perspective. Well, that's a story in and of itself. True. But, like, if you hate... Like, one of the <laughs> biggest problems I have with, like, TV shows, books, and movies, if they're... Like, I don't like a single character. I have a really hard time. And, I mean, I know they're doing this intentionally. Like, oh, we're so edgy and weird. Mm. We don't like people. And it's like... You know, but, like, I've watched shows that, like, I've watched for, like, ten years. And I'm like, I just don't care about anybody. Yeah. If literally everybody dropped dead on this show, I'd be like, okay... And I don't think you're telling, a, like, a good story, then, if, I, if I'm if i not invested in any of these characters. Yeah. I don't think it's a good story. That reminds me of a uh, short story, one of my favorite short stories. Um, a Good Man is Hard to Find by Flannery O'Connor. I don't think I've read that. You either. hate every character. Mm-hmm. Every character, which is fine because they all die. Yeah. Yeah. Well, one of the, like, I always think <laughs> Spoiler about, Spoiler alert, like, sorry. I, well, yeah. I was gonna read it. <laughs> but, no, like, I love... I love Wuthering Heights, and I know a lot of people don't, and I understand it because I, you don't like anybody in the book. Yeah. Not one of them is a redeemable character. I, I I kind of like not liking some of any of the characters because then you get to just bash on them. That's true. So that's also kind of fun. And, like, there are certain instances of that where I do, like, because I do. I like Wuthering Heights, and I don't like any of the characters, but, like, that's kind of the minority. Yeah. Like, most of the time I'm just like... Why am I watching this? I don't care. And it's different from Girl on the Train because there's a mystery to solve. Yeah. That she can't remember because she was blackout drunk. Yeah. So that's my, that's my number one. You're reading a lot of things about blackout drunks lately. What was the other one? The flight attendant one. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was for... That was on a plane. Now you're on a train. Hmm. Is John Candy in the next one? Are you going to go automobile it? It's going to be snakes. <laughs> snakes. Let's do a whole episode on snakes. Oh, we could do a whole monster movie episode. Oh, my time has come. All okay. right. Okay. Back okay, on topic. Next. Back on topic. Um, this is another, like, okay, I put my two big ones at the front, which I guess is good because then when people stop listening because they get bored halfway through, they'll have gotten the important points. Oh, good. Um, the Woman in Black. I watched the movie. I love the movie. It's got Harry Potter in it. The movie scared the, what's the podcast appropriate word? Scared the bejesus out of me. (laughs) And it was, it was, oh my god, I went to watch that movie. It was amazing. I loved it. I love, like, that gothic Victorian ghost story. Like, that's my jam. And I love when they, like, do, like, the cool shadow work. And you're like, is it there? Is it not there? You know? And... Fun fact, at the time of watching this movie, I had a uh, very humanoid-shaped and sized coat rack in my hallway. <laughs> and uh, oh, so good. you'd get up in the middle of the night, and there she was in the hallway, and I was traumatized for a while. That coat, ma- that coat rack has since been moved. Oh, good. Um, so it's yeah. not in a visual line of sight, but you don't know true fear till that happens. There you go. <laughs> um, but anyway, so I loved the movie, and I was like, you know, I'm going to read the book. 
It's based on a book. I'm going to go read the book. I did the same thing. I have the book at home on my bookshelf after I watch the movie. Pish posh. Don't waste your time. (laughs) I didn't like the book either. And again, it comes down to like pacing. And it was one of, it's, it's just, it's a very, it's strange. The book, it's the woman, the book is the same title, Woman in Black by Susan Hill. And, and I liked other things that she's written. And I, I mean, I loved the movie, so I, I like the general source material, but it's different, and I don't know how much to say without giving away spoilers, but basically, he has a whole separate family oh. that he's telling this story to, like, it's said, like, oh, hey, remember that time? I was like, they're telling ghost stories around the fire, and he's like, well, remember, let me tell you about this time back when I stayed at this one house, and so it's, like, told remembering it Oh, to his new family... Hmm. And, which adds another layer to it that kind of separates you from the actual action. And and then, like, the big, oh, reveal at the end where she comes back, it's it's really, it's lame. Oh. In my opinion. You heard it from here first, it's lame. It's lame. <laughs> Quoted, librarians unhushed. <laughs> That'll be on the back of the next cover of the book, when they have, like, the reviews. It's lame, it's librarians lame. unhushed. <laughs> I've read worse books. It's just not it, the movie's better, right? Right. And that's, what, and that's the not, thing. Like, I'm not bashing the books. Just in the comparison between the book and the movie, exactly. I'm picking the movie. And I think that can go for all of mine. Yeah, I Is mean, they're all decent. Necessarily, the movie or the book wasn't horrible. No, it was just that's a whole other episode. Yes, <laughs> worst books we've ever read. Yeah, but yeah. So mine, my next one is Dumplin'. I'll Dolly. I need to read and it's, watch. I need to watch it. This is. I watched the movie on Netflix first. Mm-hmm. And I absolutely loved it. I've seen it multiple times. And so then I read the book, and it's just a different... Um, you get more of her... Like, her and her best friend get into this tiff about the pageant. Mm-hmm. And you get more of her inside, because, you know, it's from her point yeah. of view. So, um, But also, my biggest beef... Uh-oh, here comes the beef. Here it comes. <laughs> Is the the boy she likes at the restaurant that she works at. Mm-hmm. In the movie, he's this so sweet southern gentleman, and he's really funny with her, and you just want them to be together. And in the book, he has all this drama, and they go and make out, but he doesn't want anyone to know. And she, and she says in the book, you know, if this was one of my friends, I would say, leave him. Don't even think about him anymore. But instead, she keeps doing it. No. And then gets a fake boyfriend <laughs> to make him jealous. Just that oh, weird drama. Work. It was just too much. And no. I liked the movie version of the, the love interest better. Yeah. Well, I think that's one thing, too, that makes movies sometimes better, sometimes worse, because they have to cut a lot in order to be able to translate it to screen, but sometimes that makes it more streamlined. Streamlined, yeah. it makes more sense. You cut the fat, and it's all like, here's just the story. Yeah, and you know the bare bones. And sometimes, like, they cut too much, and then you go, whoa, 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 whoa. this is nothing like Where the book this? at all. Yeah, well, you know. But sometimes I think it helps like condense the story. My hand motions don't translate right. well to podcast, yeah. but it helps kind of condense the story into a more flowy ah my hands <laughs> oh. I will add one more thing that I did listen to the audiobook mm-hmm. and it just irks me 
whenever they have fake southern accents. Oh my god, that's so one of this my least is the second book that I've listened to that's set in the south. It's in Texas, and so they have the. I think it's fake. It may not be, but oh my gosh, it just rubs me the wrong way. Well, the, the thing that people don't seem to realize, like I, there's this computer game, and it was set in Oklahoma. And I was like, oh, hey, that's near me. How exciting. And so they're going for this southern thing. And what oh, people no. outside of the south don't seem to comprehend is that there are a multitude of southern accents. And this there, this character who was like, oh, he lived in Oklahoma all his life, born and raised, had a shop. Why does he sound like he's from the swamps of Louisiana? <laughs> I'm sorry. There yes. is a very different accent. Yes. Like, all of the southern states have their own yes. thang and twang, and they're not interchangeable. And even I have different southern accents. So whenever I'm doing the podcast or doing a, you know, tech time or something... Mm. It's different than whenever I get mad. <laughs> it really comes out. Yeah. <laughs> or I get excited or something like that. It's just mm-hmm. different degrees depending on... Yeah. yeah. Well, you've got, you know, professional Amanda voice yes. here at the library, and then you've got Amanda Twang at home. That's right. <laughs> That's exactly separation right. Of, separation of customer service and Twang. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so... Again, it's funny because most of these movies that I'm picking are actually, like, some of my favorite movies. Um, so maybe that, maybe I was set against the books from the beginning. Oh, I see. And I think all of these were... I think the rest of mine are like that. Yeah, and all of these were ones I saw the movie first. So I was already mm-hmm. in love with the movie, and then the book didn't live up to my expectations. Yep. So this next one is Practical Magic. Love that movie. Oh, my God. I had no I'm idea not... it was a book until we started planning for this episode. Mm-hmm. That movie, I've seen it a million times. I'll watch it a million more if I'm feeling sad. Practical Magic. If I'm feeling happy, Practical Magic. It's just... I love it. You've got Sandra Bullock. You've got Soundtrack by Stevie Nicks. You've got cool (laughs) witches in a house and... And a dead body. And a dead body. I love it. It's a beautiful house overlooking the ocean. They've got their own garden. Mm -hmm. She makes her own lotions and soaps. It's like the dream life. Honestly, my whole goal in life, you heard it here first, listeners, like, all I've ever wanted was to be, like, one of the ants on Practical Magic. But, I mean, like, that's it. I just want to, like, have this cool house, like, my best friend, because I don't have a sister, and, like, we're just going to live there and, like, grow stuff and have a million cats. That's me. I'm the best friend. Let's get this house. <laughs> also, because we're talking about Practical Magic, which means I have to talk about the Practical Magic house. I'm so sorry. But it is one of the most beautiful houses that has ever graced film. It is beautiful. And did you know, this is the horrifying story of that house. They built that house specifically for the movie. I did not know that. They built the whole, and it, it's not like a movie house. They built an actual real house, all walls, all roof, you know. They don't have, like, the fake <laughs> camera slots where, you know. They built a real house specifically for this movie. And then after the movie, they tore it down. Oh, I was about to ask if anyone was living in it. Uh, it would be me if it was still there. <laughs> but no, they tore it Oh, that's so sad. And people are still so mad about it, myself included, because, oh my god, it's so pretty. I want to live there. Somebody should get to live there. Trashed. Anyway, back to the actual point of the podcast. (laughs) Practical Magic. It is a book. I think it's Alice Hoffman. And that sounds familiar. It is nothing like the the movie whatsoever. Nothing whatsoever. Hmm. Are there witches? Well, sort of. Okay. Maybe. Is there a dead body? Okay, so you have the two (laughs) sisters. Okay. 
And you have the ants. The ants mm-hmm. don't even get names in the book. They're just oh. two, like, frail, tiny old ladies who, like, don't even get to talk. As an ant, I'm sad about that. I know. <laughs> and, but, like, the sisters hate each other. Oh. For a movie that's all about, like, sisterly love and family bonds mm-hmm. and, like, our love can conquer anything and it's important to be there for each other and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. They hate each other. Uh, Sandra Bullock's character's kids hate her. It is an absolute, like, nobody is happy, everybody is angry at everybody, and Stevie Nicks wasn't there once, so what was even the point of that? But no, it's just, it's a completely different vibe. The movie is so, it's got such a specific theme to it, and the book does not. And and when it comes to something like that, it's like, how how did that movie come from that book? Yeah. I mean, they just seem so completely divergent that it's, I mean, I'm glad that movie came from that book, but... I just don't understand the process of how that came out. Yeah. That's weird. I'm so sorry. Thank you. They tore down the house. I'm so sad. I know. (sighs) If anyone builds houses, I want one. Preferably for like $10. (laughs) (laughs) It's got walls and ceiling and everything. (laughs) Amazing. And midnight margaritas. Okay, love it. Yeah. Sold. We gotta do this. Okay, my next one. I don't know if I... I put a question mark next to it. Oh, question mark. Okay. Because it's probably controversial. Oh, no. Because I didn't actually finish the first book. <laughs> so you're going to talk like an so expert I'm about something t- you don't know <laughs> yes, all the way. I, I love it. I'm into it. <laughs> Game of Thrones. I read the first book because I had to for school, so I sort of know things. I did not finish the first book. Well, it's like 8 million pages I was bored. Long. I got bored. bored. Now, I watched the show. Now, this is not a, it's not a movie. It's yeah. a show. But I watched that first and I am counting down the days to when the last season starts and mm-hmm. next month. I'm so excited. But the I just, I love the show. I, it's more, I don't know, I guess it's more exciting. I, I have no reason why, I guess, now that I'm talking to. about it and staring at you in this weird way. I know, it's like, <laughs> is there, what's on my face? What's happening? <laughs> oh no, it's just my face. It does cause that effect. Although it may... I listened to the audiobook, so that uh-huh. may have something to do with it, that I got 30% done, and I saw, you know, it's 33 hours long. Oh, it goes so long. That would be, that's a long time. I, I did read the first book, because I had to for school. <laughs> did you like it? Uh, hmm. Yeah. I mean, I didn't hate it. It just, it's really long. And it's very, there's a lot of world building happening in it, so it's it's There's a lot dense. of names. Yeah, there's a lot of names, and it's very dense. And I got confused halfway through yes. because I thought that someone had died, because that's kind of how they wrote it. And then I'm on a plane back from somewhere, because I was reading it on vacation, because what a cheery read. Of course. And And I'm reading it on the plane back, and I'm like, and they're like, oh, and he dies. And I'm like, what? He already died. Didn't he already die? <laughs> I'm like, what's happening right now? So I got confused. And it's just, it's, it's a really dense read. Yeah. And I'm, I mean, I like, like, that kind of fantasy world. And Me I too. know that a lot of them are, because you do have to do a lot of setup to bring a that's modern true. reader into yes. it. But with, and I think that's the thing with TV, you can do that visually. You don't have yes. to, like, spell it out. That was my, my big thing, now that I'm, thinking about it with the show 
it was very easy for me to keep track. Well, not very easy. It was easier for me to keep track of who was who yeah. in the family tree whenever the book. I mean, I, I yeah. needed a piece of paper to, you know, map it all out. I needed to yeah, make a like, film. Oh, this, uh, this is related to so-and-so. This is related to so-and-so. And I think, weren't there a couple people, like, their names were really close? I yes. Hate, I hate it when they do that, when your names are really yes. close. And I'm like, I, I, I can't do that. That's why I... Side note, I have a problem with reading fantasy because I can't pronounce the names in my head. And some people I tell that to, they say, oh, well, I just nicknamed them Bob. And I'm like, oh, that name is Bob now. I can't do that. That's not, that can't. I will just stare at the one word like, okay, how do I say it? How can I say it? I'm really bad about like that and 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 people's usernames. Like I don't like necessarily Mm. read through it, like actually what it says and, like, with the fun names and fantasy, I don't necessarily, like, read through it. It's just kind of like, and so that's what they are in my head from now. I'm like, yeah. and it's like, I just kind of say sounds because of the letters I see, but I don't actually, like, phonetically yeah. give it a go. Gotcha. No, that's my Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones expert, not really an expert because I didn't finish it. All right. So you did a YA, so I'll do a YA. Oh, good. Yeah. To all the boys I've loved before. What? The the movie's better? The movie is better, (gasps) in my opinion. Oh my gosh, I've been wanting to read the book. I mean, the book's not bad. I have the the sequel. I'm going to read the rest of it. I'm going to read it. But, oh man. But, I mean, you just, um... (sighs) The chemistry between... Lara Jean and Peter Kavinsky in the movie is just so, I mean, they're great. Like, from the first second, so you're just cute. like, oh, my God, these are the cutest yes. two people I've ever seen in my whole life. And, and I mean, that is that way in the book, too. But I, here's the thing. The book is slightly more realistic instead of being, like, this, like, like weirdly perfect guy. Peter's just, like, a normal teenage boy, which you can't fault him for that. But it's just, like... It's been a long time since I've been in high school, so I've kind of there we go left yeah. that world behind yes. in a way, and so and TV TV and movie high school is so fake. Like everybody's like thirty, I and know. they never go to class, and they're always like in nice clothes. Has a filmmaker ever been to high school? I don't think so. It's, it's, and people think I look so young, and I'm like, yeah, because they have thirty year olds playing people in yeah, high school. That's no the wonder. Thing. And I'm like, that's so. It's, it's uncool because then people who are 16 go, well, I look funny. I don't look like those 16-year-olds I need on to TV. look more grown up. Yeah, and it's like, yeah. no. That, no, just be That lady's be like 33 with two kids. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not, a, that's not an accurate high school representation. But the book brought me back to high school. You know, it was a little more, which is, which is not enjoyable. Um, yeah. But it was, it was a good book. It was cute. There, it, I, I really enjoyed I did enjoy it. Like, I did really like the book. I did. And I'm reading the sequel and then there's another one to read. Mm-hmm. And but they're also making another movie, which I'm slightly oh, more excited about. Um I just really loved the movie. It was so cute. I love the character who plays Laura Jean. I know. She's so sweet. I know. So I just I really liked the movie. It's funny. It's it's really pretty to look at too. Like mm-hmm. the color scheme and everything. Yeah, it is. It's just very bright and cheerful and fun. I love the dad. Oh yeah. He's great. Oh my gosh, I love him. <laughs> oh my and I'm blanking on his name now. Why yeah. did I do that? Because oh, you're on the spot. I'm on the spot, but I I really like him as an actor too. And now, yeah, me too. Oh my gosh, I'm like a walking IMDb. You've you. How dare you talk to the people while I actually IMDb? Okay, so. I know him. The rest I have on my list. 
are classics. And I mean old classics. Oh, yes, we're having fun with this one. And I apologize to my Shakespeare teacher, my, my Shakespeare professor from college, and to my Chaucer professor from college. I hope... She knows. She's oh, listening to this. Oh, gosh. I am so sorry. You should email her this. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'll email her this. Um, so the first one is, um, Oh, Brother, Where Art Thou? <laughs> and funny story that my Chaucer professor also did my mythology class. So I'm sorry again. Apologize twice. You have failed her in every possible way. John Corbett! That's who it is. <laughs> yeah, he's been like, he's Oh, on, yeah, 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 Dan. He's on everything, and I have to say, he was also in a Lizzie McGuire movie. Not Lizzie McGuire, so sorry. Hilary Duff movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. He was so cool. He was like the cool music teacher. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Raise your voice. Anyway, you were talking about things that matter. Yes. So, Oh Brother, Who Art Thou is based mm-hmm. on The Odyssey. It is. And that movie, that movie is amazing. I have not seen that movie in so long. I mean, I've seen it. I've seen it. I've, I've seen, seen it a couple it. times, but it's yeah. been years. Oh, I love it. The song... Yeah, I'm like, and I love this it's song. It's got a great soundtrack. But I do also love the Odyssey. I did too, actually. I love the Odyssey. First time I was actually introduced to the Odyssey was through Wishbone. Can we devote an episode <laughs> to Wishbone? We should. Please. Oh my god. I love Wishbone so much. And every year I still watch the Legend of Sleepy Hollow one at Halloween. I, I love that. I love I've that always, episode. I've always wanted to like live in a town that's put together more like Bellinus is so spread out so you can't really do it but like live in a town small enough and close enough where you could have like a Halloween scavenger hunt yeah. like with all the businesses and places oh, that'd be so oh much fun. my gosh that'd be awesome I'm so jealous of Wishbone but yeah so Wishbone anyway introduced us to a lot of stuff yeah it? yeah he introduced me to the Odyssey whenever I got um I think in high school or college I don't know one of those is when I you watched Wishbone <laughs> is when I read the Odyssey ah. and I loved it. Watched it after that, so I oh, know okay. it came out way before. Yeah, that, I think like two thousand or something. It was yeah. years ago, but <laughs> but yeah, I watched it after I read the Odyssey and I loved it. I don't think I actually realized that it was based on that till afterwards. No, I because I have not watched it in so many years, and I've definitely not watched it since I've read the Odyssey. I think it would be really fun to go back and watch it, knowing what I know now. And I like, know. Ah, I see the literary illusions. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. Put that English degree to work. That's right. So another classic turned film, but not in the traditional sense. We're going for non-traditional classic interpretations. This movie I watched many, many times as a youth, and into my adulthood I still give it a watch. None other than... The Great Mouse Detective. Perhaps Such one of the best Sherlock Holmes Such adaptations. I love it. It's so much fun. It's, I mean, it, it really is. It's Sherlock Holmes. That's it. And I love Sherlock Holmes. I it's love, Sherlock Holmes with I love to read. I loved reading Sherlock mm-hmm. Holmes. Yeah, I really enjoy Sherlock Holmes. And but I watched The Great Mouse Detective before I ever read Sherlock Holmes. Well, I assumed as much, <laughs> but you could have been a very advanced child. You know, I don't know. I wasn't there. I was but... not. <laughs> Spoiler alert, no. no. And then you had Vincent Price in it, and I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. He was Radigan. Radigan. I just, I really, I loved that movie. And yeah, it's Sherlock Holmes. And they even, he even lived at, um... 
221 Baker Street. He lives under Sherlock Holmes. Because, like, at the beginning of the movie, you've got Sherlock up there with his violin. Yes, and yes. then it pans down to the little mice door. Yes. And, um, and then you've got the great mouse detective. Also, a show that's based on Sherlock Holmes is House. Is it? I've never seen House. I did a paper on it <gasps> in a college. Paper. They wanted to do, the creator wanted to do a um, detective, like Sherlock Holmes, but in the medical field. And that's how oh. they came up with um, House. And there's a lot of parallels because he's an addict. He mm-hmm. plays um, instruments. He plays the piano. So, yeah. I did not know that. I've learned something today. Yes. A very good show. I love House. I like, I really love Elementary, which is very blatantly Sherlock Holmes based. Yes. You know, it's I've never Sherlock seen Holmes. that. Oh my gosh. It's so good. I'll have to try it. And really, without getting too English majory on everybody and analyzing too much, it is one of the better interpretations of Sherlock Holmes. <gasps> better like, than House? Well, oh, wait, I haven't ever seen, seen House, House okay. so I can't. Okay. But just in terms of like the character and like going back to like the actual base text, it's a much, I think it's a really good interpretation of it. And of course, you know, it's modern day and gotcha. it's just a criminal procedural show, but I like, those I like are my favorite. Stuff, yep. <laughs> those are my favorite. So my, okay, my favorite movie of all time. Of no, all okay. time. No, it's this in the top. It's one of my, one, one of, of my yeah. favorite movies of all time. 10 Things I Hate About You. Oh my God, I love that movie. <laughs> Based on The Taming of the Shrew, mm-hmm. which I read The Taming of the Shrew in ninth grade. And so ninth grade at my school was junior high. It wasn't mm. in high school yet. Yeah. So I read it when I was in junior high. And I don't know if I, I don't know if I had watched 10 Things I Hate About You yet. I don't think so. But I didn't find, I watched the movie and then one of my friends said, yeah, it's based on uh, Shakespeare. I said, wait, what? No. But it totally is. It is. And it's a great movie. That's one of the ones that I have not read it. Really? I have not. I played, we had to read it out loud, and I played the shrew. <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't have time to unpack all of that. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, the only thing the only thing we ever read aloud, we did Romeo and Juliet, because everybody did. Mm-hmm. And I was the nurse, and I gave her, and everybody was so boring. They were like, and I was the nurse. I bet you that you... That Bailey did an accent. I did, like, the worst <laughs> Cockney accent you've ever heard. Worse than Dick Van Dyke. But it was, like, intentionally so. Gotcha. Be like, yeah. Oh, you little kids, stop being in love, you're whatever. And it was just like, and, I mean, everybody was just like, what's happening right now? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm sorry, this is boring. We have to do this for an hour. I at least want to, like, do something stupid. The accent thing didn't catch on, though. Nobody else took it yeah, up. Yeah, no they one just, else did it. I'd have, like, this big Cockney performance where I'm, like, going on, because that's how they talked in Italy. And, <laughs> oh, of um, course. And then you, the next person would be like, uh, nurse, why is it? Well, some of us aren't good at accents. That's I cannot I do an accent. I think I just illustrated that neither am I, but <laughs> this very good Cockney <laughs> accent. I just like to do funny voices. I'm going to become a voice actor one day. Nice. Don't know how. I do want to mention that um, whenever I was in Little Rock doing the half marathon, uh, my friends and I went back to our hotel room and 10 Things I Hate About You was on TV and I watched it, quoted almost the whole thing. I love, I do, I love that movie so much. It was great. It's a fantastic movie and like I really loved like the high school 
movies. I just think they're yeah. fun. And yeah. that was one that I'd always heard about, but I didn't watch it till really late in the game. And I watched it, and I instantly fell in love with it's, it. And I'm it's like, a great boom, movie. So. But I love um, modernizations of yeah. old, like Shakespeare and all that. Yeah. And the thing about plays is that they're meant to be watched. Yes. They're not meant to sit and read, so I think that may be a reason why whenever, you know, old plays like that are made into movies, like, oh, I love this so much because it's different than sitting in a classroom. And that's probably when most people were introduced to it in high school or whatever, and you're sitting reading it and it's so boring. And unfortunately, no one used accents in my school so Could it have was made that love would given you a good show <laughs> and yeah that's something that it does you sit there and read like every junior high class has yes. to read like the shakespeare and the shakespeare <laughs> I found that on the google um but and it is it's boring to sit there and just like okay everyone read silently now yes that's like that's not the, that's not how the intent no. with which it was written. It wasn't, right. you know, because a lot of them, and especially in Shakespeare, you have like verbal puns that it's only funny because of how they say it. And, and if you're the accent different, you know, some of these things don't rhyme, or it's yeah. like it doesn't it doesn't translate well to just like reading the text. You need to see it. Yeah. And if you're a bored student, it's not going to get across. Uh, no, no, no way. No. I did get to see a um, dress rehearsal. Of a Shakespeare play at the Globe. <gasps> it was Fancy. very cool. That's re- that is. That's really very cool. cool. Okay, let's get into some of the exciting stuff we've got going on here at the library. So we have Crafting for the Not So Crafty coming up <gasps> the I'm, last I'm Monday. It's the 25th. The fourth Monday. Fourth Monday, actually. Yeah, fourth yeah, 26th. Monday. We're going to be doing Sharpie painting. I'm so excited. It's going to be fun. I'm actually really in love with this series of events now. Because... I was a little nervous about crafting. Even though it's crafting for the not-so-crafty, I'm, like, super not-so-crafty. So I thought this might even be yeah. too much for my crafting level. But it's not, and it's just no. fun. And sometimes it turns out great, sometimes it doesn't, but it's still fun. If it doesn't, we have a ton of fun. And we had cookies oh, last yeah. time, so it was great. Um, also, coming up, we have um, Pod People on April 1st. Oh my gosh, I forgot about Pod People. Yes, we're talking about cereal. Um, also, that they did a special on HBO about Adnan, the, yeah. the guy who went to prison. So I haven't watched it yet, but we're going to talk about it. It's oh, going to be great. i got to re-listen to it. I've listened to it two times, but I need to do it again. Got to be fresh. Gotta yes, got to be fresh. Chat. And also, our book clubs have moved online. My two book clubs. What are they called? <laughs> Uh, smells like teen books for that's your YA for adult book club, um, and then the he- audiobook club, the Hear Me Out audiobook club. So both of those are now online on Goodreads. On Goodreads, and this month for the audiobook club, we are reading "Educated" by Tara Westover. Very good. I've already I finished it in just a couple days. I could not stop reading. So it's, it's really good, and I have yet to comment on the post. I have to get all of my thoughts organized. And then for the Smells Like Teen Books is To All the Boys I've Loved Before. Hmm, didn't we just talk about that? Hmm. And I love the movie, which, okay, I've 
watched the movie first, and now I'm going to read it, so. See, that's what I was. <laughs> and I just started the sequel last night, and I'm in love with it. Amazing. I'm in love with it so much. They're just so cute. I can't stand it. Oh, yeah. And then, let's see. This week, we actually have, um, Wednesday is World Storytelling Day. Oh, so all across the world, people are celebrating the joys of telling stories. And here at the Bell Vista Public Library, it's no different. And we actually have special guests coming. Who is coming? We have members of the Bentonville High School Forensics Group. Not crime. Stop oh, getting so excited. Dang. Not crime. Um, it's like speech, debate, um, oh, okay. like public speaking, storytelling. It's perfect. Still and very cool. Still very cool. You got, she was like, oh, I could have been could have been studying crime in high school what <laughs> I got it very excited <laughs> um so they're gonna come and there are a couple members who are gonna come tell stories so it's gonna be like a really fun storytelling celebration great so come join us this Wednesday that'll be fun all right and actually as we always finish with the books that we've been reading lately I kind of slightly spoiled myself I did just start reading P.S. I Still Love You by Jenny Han the sequel to To All the Boys I've Loved Before and I have to say this book is amazing it's so cute it's actually really funny because like I said you know I watched the movie before I read To All the Boys I've Loved Before and so I fell in love with the movie much harder than I fell in love with the book because that was my first introduction and the chemistry. Was, I already talked about this. Yeah. But it was adorable. And then I started reading this book, and this book really has all the elements that I loved from the movie. And I guess because it's a little more, like, stable, that's where they're starting off. And But I think it's funny when you, like, how books and movies get turned into each other because, like, part of the movie is actually how the second book opens. I was like, oh, I just assumed that they added that to the movie because it didn't happen in the first book. Oh. I was wrong. It came from the second one. Well. So, I'm very, I haven't finished it yet, um, but I am very excited to see where it takes me. I'm enjoying it so far. Cool. I'm going to finish the first one and then start on the second one. Good. Then eventually. Ho then hopefully I'll have finished it by then and I'll be on to the third one so we'll never have to fight over books. That's right. Give it to me. I'm ready for it. <laughs> public brawl in the middle of the library for a book. <laughs> um, the book I'm going to talk about is Necessary Lies by Diane Chamberlain. Mm. The first book that I've read by her ever. And I at first thought it was going to be kind of murdery. Well, Less that's why you picked it necessary up, Necessary Lies. It was for my outside of work book club. That's mm. with some of my friends. Um, but it's not my normal type of book. And it, it talks, it's goes back and forth from this social worker, um, I think it's in the 70s, maybe? Very groovy. Um, and it goes from the social worker to this very poor girl who's 15, and it talks about, um, the eugenics program. Oh. And very interesting, I had no idea that even went on. Um, so, yeah. So Very not, not a cheery read, but an informative not one. Not really. Um, it, but I will say, without trying to spoil anything, I read a lot of books where nothing is... The ending's not wrapped up with a little yeah. bow, but this one is. And I wanted that because yeah. it's not a happy subject, and I wanted things to be, you know nice and neat with a bow. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes that is a very nice way to end the book. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 
All right, so we want to say thank you for listening. We appreciate you taking the time to listen to us blather on about some of our favorite subjects. If you want to hear more from us, because why wouldn't you? They, yeah. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at BVPL Unhushed, or you can join the snail mail revolution yes. and write us a letter. We want a letter. We want a pen pals so bad. So if you would like to write to us, old school, you can address your letter to Bella Vista Public Library, 11 Dickens Place, Bella Vista, Arkansas, 72714. And of course, that is always available on our website as well. And we would love to hear from you. We want letters. We want letters so bad. <laughs> it's just so much fun. There's nothing like going to the mail and going, a oh, letter. Letter. It's like Blue's Clues flashbacks. I know. We just got a letter. And that's oh, all so I can excited. say without being sued. Yeah. So. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> so thank you guys for listening, and we will see you again next month. See you next time. Librarians Unhushed is sponsored by the Bella Vista Public Library. For more information about the programs, resources, and materials available through the library, please visit our website at www.bvpl.org. Thank you.